Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, as you're probably aware, uh, I am the deputy standing in for Liam, and as you know, Liam has left, uh, and therefore we have to start the meeting and uh, elect the chair. Uh, before we start, I wonder, could you do me a favor? Um, could we make sure that all the phones are switched off, the, the mobile phones? so that we're not interrupted with that, if that's feasible. It would, it would help with uh, distractions, I would think. Um, so really it's a, a question now of election of the, the chair. Um, I wonder, can you take over now, um, Joe, and see, see where we go with that, please? Yes, absolutely. So the first agenda item is to elect the chair to serve until the annual meeting in 2021. Um, this is for this particular committee, as it is formed now, to elect the chair. So over, is there a proposer for the chair? I'd like to propose, Bill. Is there a seconder? I'll, I'll, before we go to a vote, uh, obviously I can't vote, but we were going to add some people to this committee, but we couldn't because our uh, EGM didn't happen last week. I'm wondering if uh, uh, the election should wait until we've got a bigger committee. Sorry, but the, the minutes state that we have in the election tonight. On the agenda. It's on the agenda. It's on the agenda. It's only a suggestion because, uh, you know, there were going to be other councillors joining. I would agree with that, Judith. I mean, it's no fault of ours that we couldn't have the meeting last week. Yeah, um, but the, the, the committee's quorum, so we can vote. Yeah, what we're saying so is you don't have to. Because you've, you, got, you've already got a vice chair who can chair the meeting tonight. Well, we want to elect the chair tonight as well. Well, you, unfortunately, Councillor Griffiths, you're not giving any other councillors who would have been sat on this committee tonight having the opportunity of being able to vote. Um, I know that there, was, there are several um, councillors here tonight that would have been on the committee had it not been for a technical fault. But... It'd be quite nice to let I, some new I, I understand the, I understand. If I, if I'm I sorry, Councillor Sumner. I understand the planning the isn't somewhere is where you learn on your feet. Can we just let Bill speak, please? Oh, so you're chairing the meeting now, Councillor Wayne. I understand the project. Open over. Can we can we just speak one at a time, please? And if you want to want to speak, please put your hand up. That would be uh, really useful. Uh, from what I understand of the rules, we have a requirement from the existing committee to select a chairman. Yes. That's my understanding. Is that correct, Joe? It is. Thank you. Okay. So, can everyone agree or disagree with that? Or tell me what you want. Please put your hand up first, please. Can I, can I okay. just take you, take you back a second, Bill? Sorry to interject. Uh, the, okay. So the first item is the election of chair. So need a proposer and a seconder. 
to elect the chair from this committee at, at the present time? Are there rules? Ryan actually wanted to say something. Nobody saw Ryan's hand up. Ryan, did you want to speak? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Caroline. We're still on the first item, which is election of the chair, which is for the committee to decide. Is there a proposer for the chair of this committee? Yes. Yeah, I propose Bill. Bill is the chair. Bernie, Bernie proposed. Is there I'll a second. seconder to elect Bill? I'll second. Phil. Uh, and I'll vote in favour. So we, can we now have a vote for members of the committee? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll vote in favour. Well, so according I'll to the rules that we've got, according to uh, Bill, you, yes, you absolutely can vote for yourself. So according to the rules that we've got, of the committee that we've presently got, Bernie proposed that Bill, Simpson, Bill Stockton is elected chair. That was seconded by Councillor Phil Griffiths and that was unanimously agreed? Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Can you move on, Bill, to item 80 to elect a vice chair? Yes. Um, again, from the same committee, I'd like to propose that Phil be the deputy. Yeah, I'll, I'll second that. Is that unanimous? Yes. I assume, Phil, you would accept the post. Phil, are you happy to accept that post? Yes, please. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Is that is our item clear now? It is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Apologies for for absence. Certainly uh, not have... from the committee. We, we have, we no have apologies. the full committee here. We have no apologies, no apologies. for absence. No. no, okay. Declaration of interest. Anybody have a, de a, a declaration of interest? No. No, no. I know of, but I reserve it if it comes up. Okay, well, I do. Um, one of the items on the agenda actually uh, is an item, uh, let me see, it's 20 oblique 02312 uh, oblique 4, uh, sorry, FUL, it's Jelly Bank in Frodsham, uh, which is part of Kingsley Green or by Kingsley Green. I live adjacent to that, so I'm declaring myself uh, having a. Um, I will be abstaining on any vote on that. Can I can I just make a point here that um, uh, Councillor Stockton is abstaining on that. He shouldn't really be taking part in discussion already. Councillor Stockton, you've said that you're not going to take part in a vote on that. Because you're chairman oh, okay. of this meeting, the meeting needs to elect a chairman for that particular item from members of this committee. So, I'll do um, it if you like. Go for Phil, that makes it easy, doesn't it? Yeah. So can we elect Phil, Councillor Stockton, uh, Councillor, sorry, Griffiths to chair this item 2002 three one two f u l yeah yeah 
Thank you. Town Clerk? Yes. Um, it is right if uh, Councillor Stockton wants to speak in public speaking time on the matter, he does have that availability. Yes. Thank you, Molly. Okay, the next item on the agenda is the minutes of the meeting held on the 10th of February. Uh, have you have you all agreed that those minutes are correct? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, Lucy. Yes, yes, uh, I agree. No, 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 I was just saying, I agree. Correct. It's correct. Okay. Yeah. So, we're all okay on that. Yeah. Right. I assume there's no people, uh, no, no public here with us this evening. Is that no. correct? No. no, Bill, can I just draw your attention to Sean Thomas, who yes. is here, to just talk about the Ancora School. Very briefly, she won't be here to answer any questions on the planning application, but just to, to talk about the ethos of the school very briefly before we move in to um, the actual planning applications. Sean, Bill, are you happy Sean. for me to hand over? Okay. Yeah. Yes, go ahead. Well, thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm the head teacher of Ancora House School, and I've been in post since 2000. And the original purpose of the school was to provide education for young people who were in hospital because of their mental health problems. Um, that part of the service still exists and is based at the Countess of Chester Hospital Park and has a £14 million new build, which is very smart, um, which supports needs of up to 30 young people aged between 13 and 18 years old. Three years ago, um, because we were an outstanding provision, we've been judged as outstanding by Ofsted three times, um, and because we have specialist knowledge and understanding of young people who have medical needs, be it physical or mental health, uh, we were asked by the council to take on the commission uh, for the medical needs um, education. Um, at the time when we took that on, it was quite an ad hoc provision with um, a group of lovely tutors who would go into families' homes and work with individual youngsters on a one-to-one -one basis. Um, but they were only accessing around five hours a week and it was limited uh, in terms of the capacity to build their confidence and support them to return to their mainstream schools. So as a school, um, our ethos is very inclusive. Um, we believe in um, raising aspiration, building confidence and self-esteem. It's very important to us as a school community that we're all on board with that. And uh, we have a fabulous specialist team of teachers and we all felt that these young people deserved a better deal than five hours of one-to-one -one teaching in the isolation of their own homes. So we set our sights on um, some community provision. Um, we use libraries and church halls 
and um, there was a certain amount of cynicism from some quarters that our young people would actually dare to come out of their homes and come into the settings because they're generally speaking quite anxious and underconfident young people, some of them with low mood um, and difficulties with their mental health. However, they did come to the, to the uh, church halls and the community bases and very quickly young people were working up from those few hours in the home uh, um, in isolation to accessing sometimes up to five days a week with us in the community settings and developing those relationships with peer group which all young people need in order to thrive. So once we realised that worked we put a plea in to various bodies for um, premises and the NHS, so CWP, Cheshire Women and Partnership Trust, actually came up trumps and provided us with half of the ground floor of a block of flats in Blaken. But what it did do was give us the opportunity over the last two years to see how young people um, managed um, a more demanding timetable and, and would they attend, you know, the big issues where attendance, as it is with all schools, would they actually come to us, would they attend? and given the opportunity to come in and access almost a full school day, all of our learners have taken us up on that. And it's been a great success. And we've seen lives turned around for young people who previously um, had pretty poor outcomes. Um, where we're up to now is that um, the council asked us to increase the number of young people from 15 to 20. Um, and the premises we have are not fit for purpose and so um, the, uh, the council team went about looking for alternative premises for us and that's when Castle Park was suggested as a possible venue. The young people that we work with in the community hub are aged between 11 and 16. Um, we're in every respect like most um, high school situations you know we have we teach to GCSE um, they access uh, all three sciences, English literature, English language and mathematics. We enrich with some art and some PE and some outdoor activities. Young, young people are very keen gardeners. And we, um, we try to offer them as much breadth as we can within our small facility. Um, but we don't have the resources of a huge high school. Um, Helsby High School, for example, I believe is around 1300 learners. Mm. We have, as I say, 20. <laughs> um, we have quite good uh, staff pupil ratios, so around one to one to three um, uh, students to staff. And that's really because, um, not because the students are particularly challenging or, or needy in that respect, just that what we're trying to do is to plug the gaps in their learning after long absence from school. So we try to make it quite bespoke, personalised to them and give them quite an intensive experience really while they're with us to help them make those gains as quickly as possible. Um, and, and through doing that and at the same time building their confidence, their self-esteem, uh, the sense of self-worth, we get them back into their mainstream schools. That's the success story at the end of it. Um, for some who come to us too late, and I would say the end of year 10 is too late, um, we, we tend to keep them for the duration for year 11 uh, and take them through to their examinations. 
And next year, we've got seven year 11s starting with us, uh, three year 10s and two titchy little year eights um, who are absolutely gorgeous. Um, so we're starting the year with just 12 students. Um, so we're very, very small, um, but I like to think we're perfectly formed. Um, we have uh, a team of teachers, again, um, quite small, but we have um, a, a fully trained and qualified uh, to master's level um, IAG, which is Information Advice and Guidance for Careers. Very important in terms of raising aspirations for these youngsters who have lost a lot of hope and self-confidence. Uh, we have a teaching assistant, a higher level teaching assistant, an English teacher, a maths teacher, a science teacher, and the share of me that they get because obviously I work between the two sides as head teacher. Um, so that's that's as much as I, I can tell you. If you have any questions about the education provision itself, I'd be happy to answer. Yeah. How many pupils yes, can you um, cope with at, at you know at most? Twenty. Right. Okay. It's good. Thank you. <laughs> it's not vast, is it? Um, no, but it's a good start, isn't it? It's significant, and, it, and it's significant for them because prior to the um, creation of this arm of our school, these that twenty, those twenty young people had really quite limited life chances. Most of them wouldn't have returned to school, wouldn't have taken their exams, and then we know the drain on society's resource that could ensue from that, and the different paths they could take if they've not been channeled um, in the right direction, as it were, and given the appropriate support so they can move on in their lives. So, yeah, it's, um, it's only 20, but it's hugely significant, yeah. Thank you. Yes, Molly. Uh, can I ask where you can, if catchment area just Cheshire West and Chester? It is Cheshire West and Chester, yes. Um, whereas the inpatient service of our provision is a national provision and we draw from all over the country, the Isle of Wight, everywhere. Um, the local community hub is just for Cheshire West and Chester children. Um, and that's why, you know, Frodham and, and the surrounding areas there are, it's so perfect for our young people because currently uh, the Northwich children, for example, have to travel a great distance to Chester every day uh, into Blaken. Um, and, and bless them, they're very willing to do it and they do do it. But, yeah. you know, that, that eats into learning time. So. So actually, um, you know, somewhere that's equidistant like Frodham is ideal. Um, Can I just Bill, ask, is the Blaken site staying open? Yes. Yes, Bill. you wanted me. Uh, Bill, can you just take the question from Phil about the Blaken site still staying open? Um, the Blaken site oh. used to be um, healthy living. Um, and when they moved location, we took up residence. And my understanding is that when we move out to wherever we end up going, hopefully Castle Park, um, that that will be then occupied by another um, uh, service uh, that CWP have got lined up. Okay, thank you. Okay, is that is that okay? Is that answer okay? You all right with that? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, um, I, I, I think Bill, on your behalf, I say, Sean, thank you very much. And uh, oh, please feel well, free to stay for the rest of the meeting, but um, you don't need to. Thanks, <laughs> I might go and Thanks get very much. <laughs> Thanks very much for coming, Sean. Yeah. Well, thank you very much us. for having me. It's been very interesting, and I can see that Frodham have got a, a healthy bunch of advocates there working on the council in their in their interests. So that's that's really good to see. Um, and thanks for inviting me.
Thank you. Thanks very much indeed. Thank you. Bye -bye. Bill, Bill, can I just take you back to the agenda there? And we uh, we've got an election of the vice chair. So you've been elected yes. as chair. Can we have a proposer and seconder for the vice chair? I thought we've, we've done, done that. that. It was we've, done it. we've done that. I thought we'd done it. Yes, okay, yeah. thank you. Thank you. Right, Are we okay on that, Joe? Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, so if we can go on to the, uh, you'll have to help with this, uh, Joe, this uh, meeting of the 18th of March. Um, if you could tell me something about that, because frankly, I can't find a record of that only on a podcast. Uh, there's nothing written <clears throat> that I've seen. Uh, I'm just going back here. We're approving the minutes of the 10th of February. Now we've done that. We've approved that, yes. Okay. Number 85. Yeah. But it refers, it refers on the agenda to the a meeting of the 18th of March. Joe, this is where we agreed this scheme of delegation before we went into lockdown. And Thank I think you, Judith. That's, we agreed that councillors could just comment by email and on planning applications. Thank you, Thank Judith, you for clarifying for... that. Yes. Thanks very much indeed. Can, can we move on to the actual planning applications, item 86? Um, we have the first one, which is Lady Hayes Camping and Caravan Site, Kingsley Road, Kingsley. Um, use of parts of the existing caravan site to allow siting of 12 static caravans to replace 19 touring caravan pitches. I would propose to open it to the floor um, to hear any comments before we go ahead with it. Is okay? Uh, Can I Joe, make some, did you want sorry, to... yes I do Bill. Can I just make some comments? Liz, our admin officer, has repeatedly requested planning to respond as to the query, is this for holiday only or is this for a standard um, mm. living arrangement? Planning, I have to say, have responded again today that they've not allocated a planning officer, so therefore they can't respond. So I've gone to the um, gentleman who put the application in to ask him for clarification. And he, that, it's been clarified, this is holiday let only. Standard conditions apply and um, it is temporary holiday let two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, whatever, temporary holiday let, not permanent residency. Could I just okay, make a point? Thank you, Joe. Uh, Phil, can I ask you to answer? Yeah, You've got there's a, a couple question, of concerns here. The original planning permission for this site was only for mobile um, caravans, not statics. There are also, I've heard some concerns about the uh, visual amenity of putting um, statics there. They've got the glam pods. Um, I've heard councillors and I've heard people saying who walked along the valley, if we start putting statics there, it's going to be an eyesore. And finally, 
there are rumours that people are actually staying on the site full time, contractors and working elsewhere in the in the area. Um, the site owners deny this. I don't know how true it is, but I think we should, on the grounds that it's it's not in keeping with the original application for mobile units, it should be refused. Thank you. I think Mali, you wanted to say something. Is that correct? Well, I can just put you some background to it. Um, I've dealt with Lady Hayes ever since 2017 when I was mayor. Um, I did ask because I know that Caroline had some concerns. So I asked Mitch, who is the owner's son, what the development was going to be. Remember, this brings in one heck of an economy for Frodsham um, for our businesses. You can go into cash any night of the week and there'll be people in uh, cash in the Queens and in other restaurants that are staying at Lady Hayes. These are basically what I think I would call a timeshare sort of things. They are going to allow a company to um, sell. They're going to supply the basis and then this company will then sell a static caravan. Um, very attractive ones, they're not going to be cheap, and they will pay a yearly fee of around £5,000 to Lady Hayes. So it will be, if you'd like, one family owning that caravan for the period of 10 months, because under caravan law, you can't have a site that's open 12 months of the year, which stops um, them being residential. Um, that, I have been assured, is what they're doing. Um, and I asked again for Caroline that, what are you doing about the eyesore? And there is a perfectly um, feasible method and they're going to blank it off with um, high trees, um, greenery, shrubbery. Um, I don't think you can say it'll take an eyesore because if you've been up there, there's pods, there, at least these um, caravans will be um, uniformed. Whereas when you get the traveling touring ones, you can get anything on there. Um, but anyway, it's totally up to yourselves, but that's it in a nutshell. Um, I'd just like you to remember how much business that this business brings in to the local economy at a time when I think Ryan would agree with me when we need it most. Thank you very much. Can I go over now to uh, Bernie? Yeah, I mean, I, 10 months of the year is virtually residency as far as I'm concerned. I know you have to leave for two months because of council tax reasons, but there's nothing stopping a family moving into a static caravan and living there for 10 months of the year. And that is my problem. It's going to just end up like a, a caravan park anywhere in the country. I, I think it needs to be a mobile community, personally. Okay, uh, Judith, uh, I'll be I'm with you later, Ryan. Yeah, fine. Okay. The certainly Judith. the the ten month limit is to make a very clear distinction between residential and holiday let. Uh, you know, I mean, there's nothing to stop any of us going away on holiday for 10 months if we can afford to do it. 
Um, so I think you've got to be very careful because I don't think that's a material consideration that you're worried that it might become residential. There's a very clear 10 month limit on it. So it's not going to be residential. So I don't believe that's a planning consideration. It's my personal uh, opinion, uh, uh, Joe, do you need to speak first? Ryan, I'm, I'll come back to you when I, I get to I, it. Yeah. I was just going to say that um, this is going to be holiday let only. It's a static caravan. You book your two weeks. Standard terms and conditions with Lady Hayes. Um, nobody can book it for more than two weeks. It's right. a holiday. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Ryan? Yeah, I'm, do you I'm, want to um, speak? Yeah, it's not really concerning the application. I'm just making sure that um, Lucy's left the meeting. Are, are we still core it? Yeah. Uh, yes, we are. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fine. Lucy has apparently left. Yes. Sorry, she's run out. At the Wi-Fi has gone down. She's just messaged me. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, thanks for that, Ryan. Can um, I just say you are you only core it as long as um, councillor. Bill, Bernie, and Phil don't drop out. If you drop out, we're no longer Corat. We need three members of the planning committee to continue with the meeting. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks for the help on that. Thank you. Um, right. Uh, I have an opinion. Um, my opinion is that it was licensed as a tourist caravan site, as I understand it. And when it's referred to as it brings a lot of business in, uh, I don't disagree with that. But if you take, I think we're talking going to 12 static caravans, if I can call them that, against uh, 18, no. that means there's less people coming in. Mm. Uh, my other concern is that we have non-enforceable kind of situation you wouldn't know who's living there if it was 12 months in a year living there you wouldn't know is am i correct i don't see how it's policed yeah i agree with you uh judith i think once again i've got to point out this is not a material planning consideration it's just your concerns about how the caravans might be used the planning officer won't take that into account no. You've got to go with what is in the policy documents. Can I just say as well that this isn't a, mater a material consideration, as Judith has just said, in terms of planning. Um, I have tried to address your concerns. It's a holiday let. It's like me booking into a caravan club site. Yeah, I can have a pitch for two weeks. I can't have a pitch for any longer. I can't stay there for six months. Those are the kind of conditions that are imposed on this site. Ryan? With track and trace at the moment uh, on, on everything like that, I think it'd be quite easy to find out how long anyone was staying anywhere on, on any sort of... I'm, I'm sorry, Ryan, I didn't catch you. Can you repeat that, please? Yeah, with, with the track and trace guidelines that are in, in place in this sort of industry at the moment, it would be perfectly possible to track how long anyone is staying in any of these holiday lets. For the, for the foreseeable future anyway. Thanks very much indeed. Thanks for that. Um, is there anything anyone else on the, on the committee needs to say about this? Mm. Or are we going to 
give our recommendation of approval or do we have anything else we want to say? Bill, do we can want I just, anything to go on? Bill, can I just remind you, this committee is just a consultative committee, so you, you can make recommendations. At this point, I have to ask, as your clerk, making a recommendation tomorrow because we're, we're kind of at the end of the response date. Um, are there any objections? Yes. Yes. Okay, I need to take that to a committee vote. Please propose. Joe, Please propose. Joe, before it goes to a vote, can the, you need to be able to say what planning um, policy that you're objecting on. You can't just say I'm you don't like it. You've got to have a valid reason for objecting. I'm objecting so because the original application was for mobile units on that site and they're now being replaced with statics. That is can my I, objection. But that, can but I that, just say, can I just say, with all due respect, um, we're looking at this application, not a previous application, so you need to consider this application okay. on its merits. And, and Town Clerk, that's the reason why the application's gone in, as a change of application. Um, and I'm sorry to have to agree with um, Councillor Critchley, but you're, you as a committee have to object on the guidelines of planning, not just because you're against it or it's going to create a bad view or else planning are not going to listen. You've got to make sure that the reasons that you're objecting for, to will stand up with a planning officer. Okay, so we've had the feedback there. Uh, are there any, any objections or are we going to say yes? Sounds like we've got Can no we have a vote on that? Well, as we haven't had a chance to go through all the planning policies, and we seem to have had a lot of people here advising us on, on this matter, I, d I really don't know how we can go ahead with the vote, because every time we try and say something, we're told that's not in the planning policy. So, <laughs> you know, it, we're doing our best. As a, as a committee, we are doing our best. Okay, we, you've heard my opinion. Um, Phil, your opinion is I'm to, to do what? Even though I'm told not, but I don't, I don't, I think it's a change and I'm not, I'm not, I don't agree with the change in use. Can I, can I just refer you back? Uh, what your decision tonight is only on this planning application. Okay. Do you so have a proposer to object? Do you have a proposer to not object? I need a vote. Right. I need to record the decision. At the moment, case, I'm just going, I say, I say, I say. Bill, sorry to pass it over to you. Can you ask for a vote? Can we have a vote, please? Oppose yes. or not? Those who oppose, please put the hands up. Those who don't, please put the hands up. So we have opposers. Councillor Wade, Councillor Griffiths, I need your reasons. It's not enough for me to be able to say to Cheshire West Planning, two councillors said they didn't like it. Please tell me what are your objections? 
change well, of use? I objections because I haven't got the planning policy in front of me. So I've been told that. I, so what do I do? Do I abstain? I, ca I can't advise you. You're a member of the planning oh. committee. I can't I, advise you, I Judith. Can I just remind you that uh, quite recently I wrote, emailed you all and explained about the uh, interactive local plan where you can find the place that is the planning application relates to. You can just touch the screen and it tells you all of the relevant planning policies relevant to that site. Yeah, so you that. have had an opportunity to look at the relevant policies. I mean, Econ 3, Visitor Economy, you know, it tells you all that about how the Cheshire West supports anything that it improves visitor economy. It then goes down into different levels of policies that will apply. And, you know, it, it's important on the planning committee that you do that research before you come to the meeting. So I've that done you the know. research, actually. I've looked at that and I've taken that into consideration. Right. And I agree that Lady Hayes does bring a considerable amount of income into Frodham particularly in, in, into the pubs and shops. Excuse and me, shops. Bill, yeah, as chair, sorry. Bill as chair, can yeah. you please call this to order? We've got um, yeah. four different, five different planning applications to consider. So okay. the first, Lady Hayes, can okay. we have a vote I, on I, that? I, object I or not? Propose objection. Yeah, the, the great difficulty is to put it into some kind of format if we don't approve. And you're asking quite correctly, what is it we're objecting to? Yes. yes. And uh, it's, it's change of, I, I think it's an objection to the original licensing. Now, whether that's a valid reason. <laughs> no, uh, sorry, you sorry. Can't do it. Sorry, it's not a valid reason. You're considering this current application, not something that's come before, this okay. application. In that case, we just have to let it go through. Is that what you're saying, basically? Yeah, it sounds, I know you it sounds like I it's I think we just approval. have to let it go. Yeah, it's an approval, isn't it? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Can we take this to yeah. a vote? Does this committee yes. have an objection? All those who have an objection, please raise their hands. Nobody raise their hands. I'm going to abstain. Um... Okay. Okay, I'm approving. I will only record that with Cheshire West. Um, Frodsham Town Council Planning Committee hasn't made a decision because at this I'm, point... I'm, I'm approving, just and we need to move forward. We certainly do, we certainly do. I'll oh, approve okay. and then we can just pass it. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm going to record uh, as clerk, no objection to the application. Can you move on, please? Okay. Okay. The item next is uh, 5 Mallock Farm Court, Langdale Way, Frodsham, and it's removal of modern softwood windows and front door and replaced with hardwood to the same design. In effect, it's just, as I understand it, a change of material with the same. Mm appearance yeah do the rest of the committee agree with that yeah so i can recall uh, no, no objection on that one no, no. uh judith wants to say something uh, just 
wanted to point out that uh, if, if any of you have read the application form, they actually made this change in 2009. They're just uh, retrospectively applying. Uh, the only thing I would say, if you're not objecting, is just because it's in the conservation area, you might want to qualify it by saying subject to the approval of the conservation officer. Thank yeah, you, Judith. I, Thank I, you, Judith. I, thanks, Judith. Well, I, I did read the, uh, the detail. And the, the detail I saw was that the conversion was done in 1990. And uh, I'm not aware that something changed from uh, the softwood. And you say it changed to hardwood in 2009, did you say? Yeah. Yeah. That's on the application form itself. Oh, okay. I don't remember that date, but yeah. okay. So I just say, um, record I then. This moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the item on Silverdale Close, um, there's a change of number. It, it's, uh, it changes. It's on the, on the agenda as uh, 20 stroke 02257. And it's actually 258, because that conflicts with the, uh, the actual... I think that's just a typo, Bill. It is yes. a typo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's clear. Uh, I personally don't have a problem with the extension. Me either. No, I don't either. Can I record uh, resolved no objection? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Jolly Bang, oh, I'm sorry, uh, we are not discussing the Castle Park Frodsham item. Uh, obviously, we just had information on that from CM. Sorry, sorry you are discussing the um, Castle Park Frodsham application, and this committee needs to um, decide whether they have an objection to that planning application. No. Uh, okay, I didn't read that the way it was in the... the uh, information I got in a letter previously, but okay. Um, can I just say this, that I, I'd like to, to ask some questions, Joe, if that's okay. I'm not sure, Bill. It, you, can, you can ask questions um, if it is a planning concern, but really you need to be deciding as a committee do you approve change of use to ground floor offices, to school, regardless of the school? What are your fundamental planning application, planning objections, if you have them? So feel free to ask your questions and I'll answer my, them as best my, as I can. My, my question is, is there an implication for the top floor? It's only indicating the lower floor. Bill. I have to say again, you are considering this application for the ground floor. Any other considerations are not something that this committee is dealing with. Well, okay. I, I frankly, Joe, have a problem with that because it could have an implication for the rest of the building, couldn't it? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely it could. And the tenants have met and we've had various different meetings with Cheshire West and Chester and attended Castle Park Trust meetings. 
However, you are considering a planning application for the ground floor. So you are looking at material considerations as to planning, not okay. anything else, not whether you want the school to be here, whether that has implications on the town council. It is a planning consideration. Do Frodsham Town Council object to the planning application? Phil, do you have a point of view? Uh, I, no objection at all. I think it's a good, good idea. I haven't got any objections. Uh, sorry, was that Mally then? Yeah, just saying that I think it is a very, very well worth um, facility that will be here in Frodsham. Um, as mental health is close to my heart, I think it is uh, a superb application and I hope uh, the town council and the town embrace it. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much. Uh, Bernie, any comments? No, 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 no objections. No objections okay. from me. Okay. I, I'm going to record no objections to that planning application to Cheshire West tomorrow. Okay. Uh, the Park Cottage, 8 Fountains <coughs> Lane, a demolition of the existing outbuilding and erection of an outbuilding and front porch to the, the dwelling. Any comments, Phil? Uh, no, I've, I've looked at it. I can't say anything wrong with it. Uh, Judith? Just to point out again that this is in the conservation area. So if you're not objecting, I would qualify it by um, subject to the uh, agreement of the conservation officer. Automatic. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Judith. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, no, Bernie, comment? No objections. Okay, uh, I have no objection. So, Subject we'll... to the conservation officer, of course. Absolutely. So we now get to go back to the Jolly Bank and um, discussions on that. I think uh, we decided on... Uh, oh, sorry, my apologies. Yes, I'm not saying anything at all. So, Phil, could you... Uh, take over well I, I, I've looked at it and I personally can't see anything wrong with it so Mally um, Mally I, I have great reservations because I don't think that Frodsham Town Council and I don't know which council it was should have given this application planning permission in the first place on the dwelling because the dwelling has exceeded the footprint that which is allowed. Now, my problem is we've gone through this numerous times. I think if Councillor Critchley can remember rightly, not too far away from this, that somebody put up what they called a garden shed. Two years later, they were putting their planning application in for a dwelling. We have to be very careful of the footprint um, it is in restricted territory and i'd just like to ask um, the committee to take these into consideration if i was on this committee i would be on overdevelopment voting against okay thank you judith is it okay phil if i speak <laughs> right 
No, I've, I've gone... Oh, I'm sorry. I apologise for <laughs> having missed you. I went back to the original planning application for this because what they're saying here is that the original planning application permitted this storage place to be built. There is absolutely no indication anywhere on the original plan that they got approval for anything other than the building itself. Now, it's, um, this building is in the Green Belt and Countryside, so Strat 9 applies. And um, they got permission because they're re replacing a, an older bungalow. Um, and there's a limit to how much bigger you can go with a new building. With this one, the footprint is 24% bigger than the old bungalow. And the volume of the building is 90% more than the old bungalow. So now Cheshire West have allowed them to do that. But it seems to me it's quite a large building. And uh, adding something new to the garden is overdevelopment of that site, I would say. So there's, there's no evidence that they've already got planning permission to build it. And if so, I mean, why are they applying again? Um, okay. I don't think that they should be allowed to build anything else in the, the grounds of that building. Thanks very much. Phil, did I miss you? Um, having heard uh, what Molly okay. and uh, uh, Can I ask, Joe, before, can I just ask you, am I allowed to comment but not vote? Not now. No. no. Okay. No. You, you I, I think okay. we need, to, given what uh, Judith have said and the information you've now got, I think you need to vote. Um, is there a proposer to object to this uh, planning application? Is there a seconder? Let's go with that. If there isn't, let's go with that. Phil? I propose we object. Sorry, before we go ahead with this, we haven't got Lucy back with us. So are we quiet? Yeah. We are, only just. You're hanging on by the tooth of the thread. Oh, got so, yeah. You've got Bill, Phil, and Bernie. No, Bill can't vote. Well, does that mean we just leave this one out, or what? It's I mean, a we're, shame. Against, we're against it anyway, so... Yeah, but technically, the committee has to be Cora. And we're not Cora right now, so we can't... No. So we can't vote on this one, then? Think it's no, you made valid point. No. Okay. Okay. So, in effect, we can't vote on it. Um, again, Joe, a question. Can this be postponed and can it be added on as an addendum to uh, Wednesday's meeting? I'm going to have to check on what the deadline is for uh, responses. Before Joe? Gonna, yeah. Joe, can I just yeah. ask... Um, on other committees, we've got substitutes. Could not uh, Councillor Kirchley, as an ex officio member, vote on this item? The, um, the, uh, the I, substitute is Donna Critchley, not me. I was just going to say, I checked this out before, thinking, Mally and Judith, that you'd pull this up. And no, we do have substitutes. We do need to look at those terms of references at the next committee meeting, yeah. full council committee meeting, but no. It's such it's a shame awesome. because is there a deadline on this one, uh, Town Clerk? Is it is it worth seeing if we can get Lucy back into the meeting? Uh, I can give her a phone call, see if that works. Because otherwise, we've just got to abandon the meeting altogether, have we? Or, no, we've only got to no. abandon this one. We're not abandoning. No, just this lot. item. 
you guys can make the decision on this item without me needing to ca contact. Can I? Yeah. I, I, I think the I, meeting I'll is. Can I just say? Can I just say? To try and pull it to order. The meeting is core still. Bill's here. Bernie's here. Yeah. Phil's here. Yeah, but Bill can't vote on this item because he has a conflict of interest. So we're not quorum. So you need to get in touch with Lucy. Okay, bear with me. Okay. If she, I that mean, sounds like right. talk amongst yourselves. I do think you're penny pinching here. If there's two of us that will object to it, I mean... Do apologise, Councillor Griffiths, but it's not penny pinching, it's standing orders. We have to go by the rules. Lucy only needs to phone in, she doesn't need to... The yeah, video, we need, uh, I presume you'd accept a, a verbal yes or no from Lucy. Yeah. At this point, to be fair, I'm not even going to do that. This meeting is no longer court to okay. make a decision on that item. Uh, a question okay. then, can it, this item be added to the meeting on Wednesday or not? No, no. Meet the agenda on meet on Wednesday has already been already up. out. So, so it will be added to the next planning committee meeting. Um, no, it will be out of time by then. Right. Okay. Okay. So in effect, the only... we can't read, we can't Bill. register a point of view at all from this committee on this. Bill, I think the thing is, is we can all do it individually. Um, on Cheshire West and Chester planning site as individual as individual people and we probably got just as much clout. Okay. Fair enough. Thanks very much for that, Mally. Thank you. Um, are, are we okay with that decision, everyone? Yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Bill, so, can just, Bill, can you just let Judith have a say? Yeah. Sure, sure. Go I, ahead, Julie. I was just going to suggest that maybe we could convene a planning committee meeting immediately after the EGM on Wednesday. Oh, no, there is still isn't time, is there? No, sorry, uh, Judith, no. No, we need to go through the formal processes. Yeah. And I think part of the problem here is um, we're not going through the formal process. Yeah, the, uh, the closing date for consultation is the 1st of September on this one. So. Oh, plenty of time. I think the other thing Council is, Griffiths. I think the other thing is if if you're going to say we're going to have another committee meeting, um, planning committee meeting after straight after that one, we haven't got enough time to publish the agenda, because in standing orders we have to give ten days notice of any agenda items, I believe. So we couldn't do it anyway. Can I just pull you back to the meeting? We have got one more yeah. planning application to consider. Park Cottage 8. No, we haven't done that. Okay. We've done oh, yeah. that, yeah. <laughs> we did that before. We did, uh, we did it for the uh, Kingsley Green one, Joe. Thank you. I, I think we've the internet's playing up now, Joe. I, everything's frozen on my screen. And Joe, you keep yeah, on disappearing. Just, just let me, uh, let, let, yeah, yeah. Not, not sure. 
here. Um, I'm just going to stop my video and try and have a look what's going on. Well, I'm, I'm just, still here. Yeah. I think it's just I'm your video, here. Joe, isn't it? At the meeting, I think we have Ryan. Now all Ryan. Yeah. Could you give me a phone call after the meeting? Uh, I need a booking. I have no clock. Yeah, fine. You probably have to give me about half an hour after. Uh, okay. Um, I'm I'm sorry if my inexperience is showing, um, but it's uh, it's question of procedures, I, I, which obviously you you older people have got expert um, uh, in it. Phone connection. Up. Hey. You still okay. with us? Hello. Hello. We we can't we can't see you, Joe, but we can hear you. Oh, you're back. Oh, ah, you're, you're back. Yeah, uh, just had a lot of interference then, so we missed what you were saying. Are we on the last item, Bill? We're on the last item. What, yeah, what are we doing item. now, Joe? We've got six, we've got 82, 86 to, to do. Yeah, note the decisions taken on the 10th of February. Um, I assume everyone's seen that. Yeah, that's yeah. when we agree, yeah. Liz has sent three pages of um, information to you, so hopefully you've been able to see that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's Clark's items then, isn't it? Yeah. I have nothing to add. Ooh. That's good. Mm. Thank you. I have nothing to add either. Right, it's the date of the next meeting, which is the 21st. Yes. Okay. So are we done? I think we're done. Uh, Clark's items covered. Anything from you, Joe? No, nothing further to add. Okay. Thanks for bearing with me, all of you. And... Um, Next meeting is the 21st of September at 6.30. Okay. Okay. Thank All you, Bill. Best. Stay, well done. Stay well. Thank you, Bill. Good night. Thank Good you. Good night.